You're ready to be premature <laughs> wow, all impressive. over again. <laughs> yeah. wow, that's, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A jizz. That's how we come out of the break? <laughs> Jesus, bro. I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn it, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> so he pisses in a cup and then drinks it. It's all good. Recycling. You don't want to recycle it. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week. It is a new topic. The boys are back. Here we are. Yes, we are in Atlanta. We are hanging out. Unfortunately, Mac is not here. He had to make the trip back to North Carolina, but he was here for most of the weekend. But he's a slap ass and apparently had to go back to work like a fucking adult. Or some shit, but we're not mad. No, was- actually, I just wanted to get my uh, my bourbon finds out of the house before we uh, we broke them open and started <laughs> sucking them down like the luscious we are. That's it. That's it. You didn't want anybody drinking them. I get it. Uh, look, I'm happy everybody's here. It's great to be in Atlanta. It's great to be. Did you really? You know, I can't air that. Fucking children, asshole. because that's copyright. I cannot air that. I didn't hear anything. Dude, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear anything. So remember when I said I was happy to be here? Yeah. No, uh, we are in Atlanta at uh, Casa de Haas. Well, technically your parents, but they were they uh, they are kind enough to allow us to use their abode, and we got to hang out Haas Estate side. So it's great to actually be in your presence, brother. Uh, happy to be here. How's everybody doing? It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Doing good. You voted. What he said. Uh, all right. So, Mac, I know you are online. The the three of us are sitting uh, in each other's company. So, I'm going to let you go first on the drinks and tell us what you're drinking tonight. So, again, driving home. So, I uh, was in a bit of a rush tonight. Get in, get settled in, get ready to go. So, I was looking for, you know, as usual, I do something simple, easy, quick. Um, I did a ready made. I did. A bourbon Kentucky Buck strawberry. Because hey, yeah, hey, you know my uh, my refrigerator looks like somewhere, huh? What's that? You were able to find the ready mades. I was able to find the ready mades because I got a really good friend. Who's that? I do. So you have really good friends. I, I guess you didn't leave them in search by going home. that will get copyright struck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, the the strawberry bourbon bourbon Kentucky Buck uh, from Southern Pine Spirits. Damn right. Uh, over ice, and um, I I I know I've had this one before, and we talked about it. Um, and I got to say, I'm really enjoying it. You couldn't do something different. You had options. I did, but I also wanted to do this. What's the problem here? I like it. Now I, I gotta ask. And look, I gotta be honest. My uh, my refrigerator looks really sharp right now. Uh, completely sta- stocked up with plenty of Southern Pines finest ready to drinks. Okay, but I gotta ask a question. I'm warming my no, car. you don't. You hold up that can, and I, I've got to ask Grinch a question since you know Southern Pines being what it is. 
why are their cans so boring? Because there are other cans of their beer. They have artists do the artwork. Like they always look. No. Yeah, you guys had stopped that, right? Yes. I did not know that. That is a. That is what everything's going to look like. Most everything looks like. Oh shit! Okay. Was there a reason they stopped? Grand refresh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I actually like the artwork they put on their cans. I thought it was classy. I thought it was well done. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually. I'm now sad and fuck. I okay. Never mind. All right. So um, what? Don't be sad. It's it's worth it, even without the. the fancy logo and drawings and stuff on it that they've had in the past. This one, they're taking their time from creating that to putting a fantastic product inside of this can. Yeah, see, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. I said it. And this is uh 10% ABV. So we're going to have fun tonight. Nice. All right. I'm going to dip my balls in Grinchel's drink since he stepped away. Give me a second. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and talk about our drinks. Since the three of us are sitting here, Haas was kind enough to make our beverages. We're actually all drinking not the same. Uh, thing. Uh, so y'all aren't going to make it through the uh, the show then if Haas made your drink. No, we were going to drink the same thing, but you know things being what they were, unfortunately, it didn't work out. So Haas, what is Grinch drinking tonight? Grinch is drinking a Boo Radley. A Boo Radley. Which is bourbon, cyanide, and cherry herring. It is bourbon, cyanide, and cherry herring. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Real smooth. Cyanide. That's the date rape drug. I'd uh I'd yes. sleep dicks up tonight, uh Grinch. <laughs> Cyanide's a date rape drug. Maybe that's what they want me to do. Maybe it is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so it. unbelievably Impossible. black. Impossibly black. <laughs> we didn't have cyanar. No, we didn't. So we went with Fernet Bronca. A which is a substitute for cyanar or vice versa. And because of that, Thor and I are drinking something called a Midnight Stinger, which is bourbon, Fernet Branca, lemon juice, and simple syrup. And it is actually... I'm, I'm not trying to be careful. I'm oh, detecting yeah. a pattern here because, uh, you know, Grinch got the cyanide, and you're apparently getting something called the Midnight Stinger. Um, I'd like to know what you're drinking, though. Hey, you had your opportunity and decided to leave. That's it. That's it. I did. I it's did. You. I'm sensing a little jealousy, but you know what? I love you too. Well, I feel like we almost got a midnight stinger last night when the fan got thrown on the floor. So. I'm the one that decided to make out with it in the middle of the night. <laughs> right? Well, there we go. We're drinking a Kentucky bourbon smash whiskey buck. Well, cheers, motherfuckers. We're drinking a Boo Radley and two Midnight Stingers. As always, gentlemen, love doing this. Mm-hmm. Cheers, Skull, Prost, whatever you got to say. Cheers. All right. So let's dive into it head first. <laughs> Aimless. All right. So we're going to dive into it. So our topic tonight, we've got our drinks, Mac. I'm sorry you're not here in person, but you know what? You're here yeah, in spirit. Uh, I am. We wish you were still here. That's it. But I, I wish I was still there too, but we'll do this again soon. Yes, yes. So let's power on. Let's go ahead and talk about our topic. So most of our listeners probably don't know this. It's not a well-known fact. It's not something that gets publicized. But Grinch is a self-proclaimed reality TV nerd. Loves reality TV in all forms and fashions. And so he asked us if we would be kind enough. No, I I mean, it's deep down in the cockle of his If he isn't watching the shows, he's watching clips on YouTube. It's a healthy obsession, he'll admit. But 
I'm pretty sure he's actually submitted his uh, tapes for the uh, the real house husbands of Southern Pines, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a small group. It's a small group. Yeah. We, we tried having an intervention with him this weekend. It's him and the dude. He wasn't happy. Pretty much. Well, I tried <laughs> on that Golden Bachelor action. They yeah. said I was uh, too handsome. Too yeah. handsome? That was it. All right. So he, he asked about talking about reality TV. Now, in case you didn't know, Mac and I have actually done an episode about reality TV way back in season one. It was just him and I on the show. Unfortunately, Austin Grinch could not make that episode. So that's what we talked and about. And it was a fantastic episode. Fucking phenomenal. Um, the 14th most listened to episode that we've put out there. And, and ironically, I do believe the statement was made after the episode was released by somebody that we were just a bunch of clucking hens. That's right. Little bitches. Because we watched specifically reality. what somebody said, and now they've brought this back to the table. Right. Yeah. Um, so here we are to talk about reality TV. I've been waiting this long to be like, what the fuck? That's right. Although I think I said that like the next week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You yeah. <laughs> so he asked us to talk about reality TV. Grinch, I'll let you elaborate on what you'd like to talk about as it pertains to reality TV. Well, all things reality TV, starting with uh why what we <laughs> Remember, as far as the history of what became came to be known as reality TV, because in the early days of our lives, it wasn't a thing, as far as I can recall. You you had things like candid camera, like yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that existed. That's that's a good point. I mean, yeah. those were sort of the early incarnations of what later came to be known as reality TV, which is you supposedly put these people in real situations quote unquote right and see what happens and and so this is part of this larger theme is what like what what's so appealing about them like what what draws people in because um i'm gonna skip over the wave tops you know we saw came to camera which is really funny seeing people react to something that they did not know was a joke right um and maybe even uh funniest home videos right could be in that category and then we started to see things like donahue sally jesse sally jesse raphael freaking uh we just talked about him uh, gary springer maury springer maury povich and it was reality tv but we all know it was absolute fucking bullshit right well it was scripted without a doubt if you ask anybody from a lot of those shows maybe not initially but certainly after a season or two they became scripted yeah judge judy right you know judge mathis whatever the fuck to uh for us probably the most authentic and i'll use those with very light air quotes um uh you guys said earlier freaking mtv's uh survivor real world, real world, Road, no, real world. things like that survivor i uh, think for our generation real world was the first kind of our generation's yeah. foray yeah yeah into reality TV. every week it was like well what happens next right these are real people having real reactions right um to the orchestrated fucking bar fest that is the nowadays of the honey boo boos, the Kardashians, the Kardashians right. real housewives, things that literally make you want to take every sharp, sharp object out of the house. Right. And then when you meet somebody who's like, Brian Zillow is a really fascinating show, I'm like, I want to fucking shoot myself 
in the goddamn face. Right. Just thinking about having to suffer through that fucking terrible show. Or even like HGTVs, like, let's find you a home. This person collects stamps. This one is a stay-at-home mom. Their budget's $7.2 million for a home. And you're right. like, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. That's <laughs> like, what? I mean, even the goddamn pickers, bullshit most likely. Right. Pawn shop, bullshit most likely. Freaking uh, the dude that builds the tree houses. Tree house bullshit masters. Bullshit. Right. The, I got this call to go check on this unique tree house. So right. Bullshit. And that's the thing, like, they overcorrected, and now, like, every show is, like, pull the heartstrings. You can't get on the show unless you have a sob story, and you lost, you know, three of your legs to cancer, but yet you're dancing. It's just so fucking painful and vomit-inducing. But yet there was something at its core that was a genuine appeal. When we go back to like the original Survivor, right? Which was, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's really fascinating seeing what they're thinking, what they choose to do. Oh, they just fucked them over, you know? And that's, I don't know, like that's what gets me when I watch TV nowadays. Is it wasn't there wasn't something there, but it's been twisted and bastardized, yeah, it's, right? It's like it's like well, we talking about the other day. They, they, it's been proven that it's really loosely scripted stuff. Like, Chaos, right? Well, they'll go to someone and be like, "All right, you're going to say this thing to person B, person A," and then they go to person B and they say, hey, "Person B, person A is going to say this to you, and this is how you're going to react." They don't tell them exactly what to say. But they do tell them how they're going to react, right? And 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 that's that's the bullshit of it. And we know too that even the contestant, you know, um, uh, reality shows are not all on the up and up. Yeah. And right. so I have a problem with the fact that, like, okay, some of the original, you know, reality TV stuff I watched, and then I quickly got turned off from. But I will say there are some that I find value in, like. Mrs. Haas and I love Chip and Joanna games. And anytime we have to want, we have a chance for our kids to watch anything they do, we're all in. Like they just started re- rebuilding a national historic hotel in downtown Waco. And I mean, we were hooked. There's only one episode out. We've already watched it three times. So, I mean, that's a show I can get into. And then, I mean, you know, there, there may have been a time where, you know, sitting spending a weekend in bed in pajamas ordering takeout watching Jersey Shore just because you couldn't help you know but watching the shit show train wreck that is you know I mean there's there's some ad value every now and then I don't think it's the value is you get dumber no uh, I don't think I, that's I think the value I think it's if it's, if it's my life is not that bad if I compare it to the rest yeah, of these I think that might be some of it, right? Right. We did make them into celebrities when we had no business doing so. Now, let's be honest. There is a myriad of reality TVs. There are reality TVs based on competition, a survivor or, you know, a cooking show, yeah, uh, things Paris like that. Hilton and freaking uh, 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 Nicole. Nicole Richie. Yeah. Richie. Lionel Richie's daughter. She passed? Um, you have. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Think so. Look, you, Laura, you have 
you have you have competition reality TV. You have reality TV for the sake of reality. The Kardashians, Amazing like you're saying, race. right? Well, that's a competition. Yeah. But I'm saying you have shows that are reality based that are not based on competition. Much like the Kardashians, it's basically a look inside a dysfunctional family. You have the the remodeling shows. Those aren't competition based. But that you know they're going in and they're remodeling homes and there's you know buy listed or listed or whatever music listed, but something like some faux stressor right that is not reality right the you've only got three days to do like well no why like you're literally paying to put that family somewhere right i can do whatever i want not only that but they have like you know this huge construction team project managers right you know and if you everybody behind it if you go back and listen to the show we talked about when mac and i did the reality show uh episode it was based on a uk show called love island now we call it reality tv and on love island it is you know sometimes like 10 or 12 contestants living in a villa for eight weeks, not working, no TV, no access to, I mean, it's not the real world. They're not working fucking jobs. They're not stressing about bills. They're getting fed. They have access to a pool. I mean, it's like, at what point was this even reality? Reality for who? So there's no reality to it. It's simply, we stuck these 10 people in a fucking villa and let's see how they react. Now I will say the thing about real world those people were living their lives. They had to go out and have jobs, they right? Do things during the day, and it was just about living well, together. I don't know what kind of iterations it, it turned into. I, I think quit watching part, it. That's part of the problem. This part of the problem is, is this stuff used to be legit, real, right? And then it started becoming manipulated and controlled and scripted. And it's like, then it's just watered down. They wanted drama. I mean, you know, the example we talked about the other day or yesterday, you know, American Ninja Warrior, it is physical in its entire competition right but yet the way they choose the contestants is who submits the most interesting story fucking story right and everything has to pull up the heartstrings nobody is just like yeah, I mean, I've lived an average life. Like, you know, I mean, I just want to try something different. Yeah, middle class. Yeah, I mean, milk prices went up, you know, but I mean, otherwise, I had a pretty decent mom and dad. Nope, don't want you. Right. We, we, you're so average, can't have you on the show. Yeah, but it used to be, it was like you were, when it first started, you were taking, I won't say people of all walks of life, but you were taking people and they were coming out and trying this. Now, these people are building American Ninja gyms mm-hmm. in their house, literally practicing before they ever come on the show. Yeah, and it's like then that's not reality either, right? Because we're not throwing right, we're not throwing you into a situation that you have no idea what you're doing. You've been training effectively for this. What's the one you talked about? Alone. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. there's there's shows like that where they're basically throwing you out into the wilderness and like survive. Um. I think there's now like a special forces one where it's like learn, you know, it's basically you're doing things that special forces were do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's the Bear Grylls. There is the, uh, what, what was his show before it became? Um, but anyway, even that was like, a lot of it was contrived, you know, things were orchestrated for him to be in this certain perilous situation. And like, is it real? Right. Well, and he had, you know, camera crews, support staff and everything. He was never really in any danger. Yeah. The other one was Les Stroud. 
and he literally had all his own camera gear. And so he would have to set up cameras and then he'd pretend like he was walking up to it and then he would do his thing yeah. and he stopped. Then he'd have to walk and put it up again. Like he was literally by right. himself. Like naked and afraid. Yeah. It's like, who who's going to literally go out and be naked? Yeah, like it's just dumb. Um, ultimately, Haas seems, hold on. Haas seems really intrigued by being, just going outside and being naked. So he's, he's yeah. he, he got a really he got a really interested right. look on his face all of a sudden. Right. Although I will say, Grinch, uh, I don't remember how many years ago it was, and I can't I can't remember if it was when you were stationed in Georgia, if you were stationed wherever the fuck. But you used to watch the dancing competition. So you think you can dance? Yes, that used that's to be yeah. that's reality TV yeah. competition and, based. And uh, yeah, I mean. It, would you call that reality TV, though? Well, it was in the sense that you submitted or you came out, you auditioned. Now, but I, I, I think that's just more of a competition show, right? It is, but to the point where we're going is it went from a in American Idol is guilty of the same shit. Like, let's give some people who otherwise don't have an opportunity yet have a right. Just a blank slate of op- of opportunity, right? Like if you're good, then you'll get through here. Then you'll go to here. It's just, <clears throat> and we'll use an idol because it's it's something close to you because you have two members in your family who, who went through the show, right? At face value, it's say, I get this if I perform this well, I stand a good chance. Well. Behind the scenes, there's all kinds of machinations going on of who gets to pick when, who's your coach, what do they tell you you have to do, you know, and little tweaks and twists and artificial pressures and that just detract and almost like take, they just suck the joy out of what you were originally thinking you were there for. Right. And so if you go into it naive thinking this is truly something I never would have an opportunity to do otherwise... Which is what maybe season one to maybe three was. Maybe. Yeah, I would say four is where it kind of went off the rails. After that, it was all fucking scripted bullshit. Jenna. Well, I'm not saying it wasn't ahead of that, because I'll be honest. And and again, we there's no need for details, but the show your sister was on, I think she was the best contestant, and yet it didn't play out that way. And I had, I watched that in real time when it aired and I'm like, what? Why well, did you Because you're putting the fate of those contestants in a, the, the hands of the American public. I agree. And, you, you know, I think we've seen how that's played out in political elections before. So. Well, and, and, and is there really legit proof that it was in the people's hands? Well, yeah, no, well, fair enough. Those decisions weren't really being made on a corporate level. Like, can we prove how many votes there were? Right. And again, we, like, we can't. Mac, you and I, we, with Love Island, it's the same way. It's a voting process, right? But when there right. are people on that show that are creating drama, that are driving viewership because they are creating a certain situation within the villa, those people never seem to get voted off. And you're going, why? Because they bring in viewership. Because they bring in viewership. And, and I honestly know. think the producers are controlling that aspect. You should start with polling. You right. Need polling to see who's popular and who isn't. Right. And 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 again, so it's like watching that season, I'm like, I don't understand how this came out that way. It didn't make any sense. And so I, I know we want to 
suspend disbelief and go, it's completely realistic in terms of their approach and they're not controlling the behind the scenes. But I don't believe that. I absolutely think they are. They may start out not, but I think very quickly they're going. Pressures of creating something you can get in viewership because viewership equals ad dollars. Well, nobody wants right. to do anything without control because who knows where it's going to well, go? I mean, and you, that's kind of the, that, I mean, that would be a fun it should thing be. Yeah, 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 but yeah. let's be honest. Let's see where it takes us. When money's the driving factor, and people go, "You want me to put money into this? I want. I, I'm not giving you full autonomy to do whatever you want." Uh, I, I mean, look at look at the weird evolution of like it used to be the dating game, right? Newlyweds, I think, was the other show. Yeah. They were supposedly newlywed couples chosen at do they really know each other? You know, to love is blind, right? To love island. I haven't seen love is blind. I think Mac, you, you, you and I saw. Yeah, I've seen. I think I haven't seen the last season, but I've seen up. That, that's the one where they're in the pods, right? Yeah. Yeah. Silhouette. You don't actually know who's on the other side, and you're supposed supposedly. To and like three, four episodes in, again, I was just like. Oh boy, my <laughs> out of my ear. Right. And I want to go down and fucking burn the studio to the ground. That's fine. There's an individual out there who I'm not a fan of. I know a lot of people are, and he's he's basically made his living off of reality TV, and that's Gordon Ramsay. And it's like you look at personalities like that, and I'm like, that dude's a piece of shit. He treats people like shit, and yet he's popular. The shows he're he's on are popular, and like I said, you you have competitive base shows. Then you have shows like where he was uh, not Hell's Kitchen, where he would go in and Kitchen oh, Nightmares, yeah, yeah, and he's dealing with that. Then you have they may be competition, but like Fear Factor, Flinch, where they're they're tapping into that kind of nightmarish aspect for the fear of it. We want you to eat bugs, or you got to lay in a pit with you know scorpions or some shit, and it's like. Who wants to do that? Like America's Got Talent, who's supposedly a more benign, provide any number of talents the opportunity. Right. Wasn't just singing. It could be anything. And there there may have been some legitimate talented people to that of let's see what it does. But then, like always, it goes from that to it's more about the story. Right. Like you got to have a story. To get through the door. Right. And that became the new screening criteria. Yeah, but I mean, I think too, I think we almost might be splitting hairs or in some ways mixing mixing the bag of like competition shows versus reality shows, right? Like, I mean, there's a difference between a real world and the dancing with the stars. But they real- consider it reality TV. Yeah, I know. I just, I think once competition shows. Right. Like a Jeopardy. 100%. Right. Well, that you mean uh, like game shows. Or, or masked singer, right? Like, I mean, and then you get reality shows. To me, that's like your Jersey Shores, your real world. Your, your Kardashians. Your, yeah. But again, the Kardashian, that's not reality. That family's existence isn't reality for 99.9% of the rest of the world. Yeah. And we watch it like our expectation is, our lives are going to be just uh, like uh, theirs. Uh, they, they must, no, we don't watch. No, no. Well, uh, we don't. I'm saying when I say well, we, it's watch the royal it. we. Huh? People watch it, right? Yeah, people I mean. Well, but again, I think it's, it's. Not let me it. see. Not, you follow the numbers. Right. Does it get the ratings? Uh, uh, fuck. I mean, it's like we talked about. There's 37 NCISs. Yeah. It's the same fucking shit in a different skin. Right. 
over and over and over again. Right. Because they've given it the guise of what real police work is like. Right. Yeah. Rinse and repeat, right? You know, we have we've got a formula, it works. Let's just put it in a new city. It's not that interesting. Right. Wait, we're sitting in a car again for eight hours. Some legit, like, holy fuck, this is what this guy's dealing with. Right. Right. And and that's the thing. It's it's like, you know, the real world has this. They tried to make it, and I'm gesturing of like this vacillation, right? That never goes lower than a nine. Right. And that's the you know, and, and even back, I was thinking about this earlier. I didn't say it out loud because I was waiting for us to record. It goes back to the old days of shows where you had a laugh track, right? Which you admitted you, you hated to laugh, right? I fucking hated, right? If you're funny, don't cue me when to laugh, right? I'll fucking laugh. I'll know when. It will be unavoidable. Yeah, I agree. And we've all seen the shows where it's like applause, right? Laughter, you know, yeah. they're like telling the crowd how to react, or they just get the sound effect and just do it themselves. Now, there is one, and Mac, you and I saw this, and again, you can call it reality TV, you can call it a competition. If you're making the distinction, those are different. Um, buddy games. Have you guys heard of this? And was it you and I? We saw the thing on Buddy Games. I think we've seen the trailer. I haven't watched, I actually watched the show yet. Right. We tried to text about it. Yeah. So this is a competition show, and the guy married to Fergie, Josh Duhamel. Yeah. 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 Was okay. Was uh, so he was in a movie called Buddy Games in 2019, and it's kind of like I'm assuming I've not seen it. You know, the movie Tag. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah, Brown. very similar. I think it's kind yeah. of like that. It's a bunch of buddies, whatever. And so now they've got a a reality competition where it is you and like. It would be me and three of my closest friends and you perform in a competition for, you know, an extended period of time, a week, a month or whatever. And you guys live together in a cabin. It's just you guys. And then you compete with other friend groups in different competitions. I'm like, that would have been perfect for us. We would kick ass. We would fucking kick them. Yeah. We'd have fun doing it. We would have fun doing it. And I was, you know, you see something and you go, I would totally do that. Like, if, if I know who's going, right? If it's the four of us, I'm like, we'd be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get along well. We understand each other. We work well together. And it's like, no ego, no drama. Where was this competition when we were in our 20s? Like, of course, you know, because we'd be in there. We're like, yeah, we're 50. I mean, and there's a, tw- you know, a group of 25 year olds going, I don't know. Fuck. Most of that time, I'm jogging on the beach by myself. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Well, there's that, but. <laughs> I let you down that day. Yeah. I really did. I forget. It took me a while, but I forget. At the end of the day, though, you do watch reality TV. Face off. Yeah, and so that was kind yeah. of started. Yeah, no, that's. I wanted to circle back to that. Actually. Yeah, this is what sparked it, kind of. Yeah, right. Because I think Mac, correct me if I'm wrong. You've seen Face Off when it originally aired, right? I, I have not seen it. No. Thor and I both have, and in fact, Mrs. Haas and I used to watch it pretty religiously because of how much we enjoyed it. Right. What we just discovered is what you're watching recently on Netflix, these recent two seasons, are recent. Like, it just happened. There was a, what, like a four or five year pause. Yeah. Between, like, season eight 
or nine, season ten and eleven, which are the two new ones. Well, they, they call it four and five. Four I think, five. I think it's four. I think it's season yeah. four yeah. and so five. Were, yeah, there were, so there were three seasons, and then and they were in like I want to say, like. 2015, 16, 17, or something like that. It started in and 2011. Was, and then yeah. there was like a several year pause, and now they've just recently filmed two new seasons. And that's what you've been watching. Correct, yeah. And we were talking about it, and so Thor and I were like, well, yeah, we enjoyed it up to a point because it's fascinating to watch. And for those who don't know, Face Off is a competition reality TV show where people in the makeup, makeup and special effects, effects, special effects yeah, industry, they compete against each other with certain tasks. And to me, it was really fascinating because we all love those kinds of movies and that kind yeah. of art. Right, because these are all practical effects. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and it's let the, and the panel of judges are people who are like industry, yeah, yeah. like badass. Right. Yeah. And they are bringing in right. guest it's, judges it's, who are industry badass. Yeah. Right. It is silicone. It is paint technique. And and my yeah, what led to a lot of this was as we were watching it. I started to take issue with the fact of it arbitrarily took away a very key, a key, a thing that's very key to me when I assess a person's worth, which was their work ethic, because because they gave them an arbitrary deadline every day for how many hours they could work on the project. Right. And the comment I made to you all was, no, I want no deadline. I want to see who's staying in there and working after hours because they care right. and they're not going to stop until the project is done right. I think that'd be a that's nice twist. Right. That'd be a nice twist one time. Yeah. I said, all right, you have 40 hours to get this done. Go. Yeah. It, right. And then and then what they do is a couple of days later, they go, oops, side. Uh, the, the the movie production company came back and said we have to have you study right. this right because I mean, we so if somebody actually front loaded the work they would be in a much better because position. and here's the thing this is why I think it's such a negative because if we let's use baking because we've seen the Great American Bake Off and the British right. Bake Off and all this other bullshit right. it's like you have twelve seconds to create the perfect cupcake and you're just right. like uh what, what? You know, Oh yeah, no be made with yeah. If they're that good, goes you don't dictate to me how much time I have. I tell you how long it's going to take. How long it's going to take because that is what I bring to the table with my skill, and that is my beef with it all. Whether it's baking, whether it's cosmetics, whatever. If you're that good, it's because you're good at your craft and you work until you know it's to the standard. You want it to be. Right. And then you can command the work you get and you can command the amount you charge for that. Right. And, and and it's a bit like it ties into something that's very near near to my heart as it relates to competition, which is the ultimate reality TV is sports. In my mind, it always will be. You have so much time, but it isn't necessarily dictated. I got you can only practice so long and right. nah, and you can but who is working hard? Right. And what does their product look like when it ends up on the field in this case? Right. And are you better with the, than the person across from your team? Mm -hmm. To me, when you put all these arbitrary, false drama dramatization bullshit of, you know, like we with that show in particular, okay, you've got a demon coming from hell. Oh, hell froze over. 
you know, they throw that wrinkle in at the end. Right. It's just like, do you want me to be good or do you want to play fuck fuck game? <laughs> right? Whack a fuck. You know, because if I'm in that competition, that's when I'm like, what? Just say that from the fucking beginning. Right. Why well, try to be clever about it? Proving this director just arbitrarily said, right. we're making a wholesale change. You know, right. I'm such an asshole, arrogant fuck that I can just declare anything and everybody has to like jump. And, and, and not just that, but let, let's say that that's true. Let's say that's how Hollywood focuses because I think that's not an unreasonable thinking, line of thinking. When you create shows like this, you reinforce that bad behavior. 100%. So what if they didn't give you a time limit and you've got 10 contestants and they go, here's your project. And and let's say mentally the judges have mapped it out. They go, here's a project that should take you 40 man hours. And they go, okay, here's our 10 contestants. Here's your project. We're not going to tell you how long it takes. They just know, right? They know what it should take. And they go, the first five people to get done. So you can take 10 hours, you can take 40. You can take a whole fucking week. It's just the first five people are who are going to be judged. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's an interesting spin. So if you go, I'm going to work around the clock to yeah. get it done. Yeah, I think that's an interesting spin on it because that's that's more real world, right? Right. Uh, I've put out a contract. I'm looking for four companies to give me a product to sell toothpaste. Right. Here's our deadline. Submissions are due by X. Right. I could see the value in that because that's actually more real world, right? right? That's what reality looks like. Because you will have people that will try to just get, they'll, they'll go, I'm just going to run, even if I turn in shit stuff, because yeah. I'll be first. Then the flip side or another version of that looks like I'm the director, I've given you my artistic vision. We're filming on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Have something done. If you need to come see me prior to that, if you think you got something and you get to that point by Wednesday the week prior, right? awesome. Now we can just fine tune it. Right. But if you're going to wait till Tuesday at 9 a.m. to show up with the product. And I'm like, well, this is dog shit. I'm not using this. I don't I, I, like as a director, I'm I'm like, I got what I got. Right. right. I mean, so I think the reality well, is you want something in between. Right. It's, it's not reality. Collaboration. It's right. not reality because we, I, I now know a little bit more about this because our son-in-law works in the industry, fabricated, and he builds like, you know, um, props of, of a sort, like, you know, vehicles and weapons and armor and stuff like that. It's all uh, work that's done by unions. So these are contracts and negotiations that take place with very specific lanes, boxes, parameters, you know, things are compartmentalized and things are very laid out. See, now or, or, you're introducing the real, right. real. So, so the reality of right. it. I'm paying 30 people right. to produce 150 swords for this fight scene. Right. You don't get to just be, well, I want something right now. Okay, well, I, I have a workforce to manage. Sorry, Hans, go ahead. No, that's my point is still my point, which is yeah, what yeah. you're getting into, which is it's not reality. Right. They're they're fabricating, no no pun intended, they're fabricating drama and flexion and tension points to create something that's not real. Yeah. So what we're saying is it should not be called reality TV. I mean call it something else, but there's no real TV. Right. Should be but the, there's no reality. The irony that it's face off that brought this up of a reality program that's creating something 
it's a fictional thing that's supposed to be real. Right. It's not lost on you. Yeah, no, I, I really think you you hit the cornerstone of a lot of this, which is the bullshit that is reality TV feeds off all the shit that we see as wrong with society. That's why we we categorically reject it almost. I mean, it's not that there's few things that slip through because we have guilty pleasures and we're you. And guilty pleasures are fine, but yeah, the, but, the, but the thing where it's either like we are trying to prophetize and or evolve. All right, hold on, let me, let me don't call it reality. If we're yeah, right, if we're trying to prophetize and or get people to accept realities that we should not be accepting by reinforcing them, that's a problem. But if we're creating shows of, of false reality because we're trying to evolve our thinking or our processes in the reality we currently don't like, right? that's, that's different. a different story. It, it, imagine just, you know, going to the absurd for the sake of, you know... The argument. Argument. You're in your job day to day and you're just like, hey, Jana, I'm going to need this done in an hour. Right. <laughs> and then you give some absurd criteria that it has to adhere to and you're like, all right, go. And then you pivot to your camera. Right. And you're working. You're like, yeah. So Jana doesn't know. Um, I don't really need the memo, but I want to see how she does. Right. Blah, blah, blah. High stress and situation. All these cameras are following Jana around. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. I will say in the legal profession, that does happen. No, and that's a. It, um, I mean, people, but that's you, the you thing that gets me. There actually are time crunch moments, right? Yeah, Where it's right. like it's fucking go time. And right. parameters can change at the drop of a yeah. I have I have worked on cases. We were working late on a Friday night, and we thought we were squared away with our our the directions we had been given, and you only to have the boss come to us and go, not admit they were wrong or that the information right, they previously right. gave us was their fault, but simply say, "Oh no, this isn't correct." Parameters have now changed, and now you're working like to finish it because you have to file by my by right. like fifty nine. Right. You know, and it's just and, yeah. and that's you know we used to joke. You don't need to add stress into training in the army. It's already there. Right. Just by default. Just by default. Yeah. So why arbitrarily add it? I don't know. When I, the real world has provides plenty. And that's what I'm saying. Like if you look at something like dirty jobs, that's a show I can watch because that's fucking reality. Yeah. Right. But that's an individual taking looking at jobs that, you know. People don't want to do and going. Okay, I'm going to do that for a yeah, day or 48 hours. And it's reality. Like, right. Okay, Anthony Bourdain show where he was traveling the world eating weird fucking shit. That's or, not realistic. Well, it's not realistic. Well, his but, budget and travel and being yeah. able to do it, sure, but he's eating real food. Oh yeah. no, well I understand right. that. Show, right. you, know, you got one minute to give me this. Right. Yeah. 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 Hold on. You only knew I was coming for a month. And right. I'm really pumped because I'm in Singapore. So I want you to go to the McDonald's over there. I want you to deconstruct it and rebuild it yeah. to something better for me. Right. I get that. He's you know he's going, oh you're in Thailand and you're you want to eat street food. Here's what the street food in right. Thailand is. And, and he tries it. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Mac, how do you feel about reality TV? I mean, you know, I take it at face value. I, I enjoy watching it as a almost, kind of, I would kind of say a time suck, right? You know, just for mindless entertainment. You're bored. Um, yeah, I'm bored. You know, I don't want anything I got to think about. Right. Um, but, you know, I also, like I said, I understand that it is all bullshit. It's all scripted. It is not, by any stretch of the imagination, real. Um, and so I think if you go into it knowing all of that or thinking that, it's not that big of a deal. The problem is the folks that go into it thinking, as you know, I think you mentioned, right? 
well, this is how they must really be. And then, you know, this is what I want my life to be like. And that's, una- yeah, that's unattainable, really. Right. Yeah. And again, I think part of the attraction is the dysfunction. I think people watch it and go, like we were saying, it's a fucking train wreck that you can't look away from. Right. It's why you get in traffic jams when there's an accident because people rubberneck. There's a reason that word exists. Yes, they do. And and to be blunt, how does some fat ass, nasty looking fucking bitch, honey boo boo? (laughs) It is what it is. She's. I. I, But but again, I think it comes back to the if their Uh life is this bad, my life's pretty good. Then even though my life's a shit show. But it could be worse. So you watch that to feel better about yourself, maybe. Right. And sorry, Grinch, I didn't mean to cut you off there. You're good. You're good. He made his point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so disgusted. His declarative statement. His point is that he likes reality TV. He is hooked on Love Island and he's ready to roll. Let's do it. Uh, okay. He can't get enough. What about murder and mayhem, as they like to call it, right? Crime shows, the, re- the reality of the crime, not, not NCIS. I'm talking like. You're, you're talking about like. Joe uh, Kenda ID channel where they're they're yeah. recounting cases that have happened. Yeah, well, unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. That was it. Yeah. Justice Cops. I can blow it. Just to see fire load. Yeah. When the two come together, I can blow it. Just to see fire load. But shows like that—that that is technically a a reality a version of reality TV. Uh, let, let's maybe tie in documentaries to that. Like the Murdoch murders and shit like that yeah. that I've seen. Fascinating. No, I mean, what most Fucking of us. Fascinating. Yes. What most of us have just watched, if not all of us, the, the Beckham show yeah. on well, Netflix. Swamp King. Yeah. You guys, like, you fascinating. Right. Tiger, Tiger King was hugely popular. You're, you're, it's, it's like, uh, if you were doing research, and this is a thing that used to really matter, like, uh, what is it? Primary source secondary source right primary sources when you have people who are actually involved in it right recounting making statements it. and recounting their perspective of what happened it's right. fascinating um uh the freaking documentary about the pizza pizza bomber with the whole dude who ended up with the bomber right. on his neck. put like the lock the, yeah, yeah the locked bomb on his I neck yeah couldn't How look away. Him. couldn't look away i was 100 percent Fucking hooked like next, next. The, that shit to me is fast. The Waco documentary. Yes. Yeah, well, multiple Waco documentaries that came out, but the uh, the Dahmer one, right? It was yeah. a little bit less of a documentary, but it was loosely based or fairly, you know, I, I don't know. It was based somewhat on his life. Right. I mean, look, serial um, killers are a subset of all this. It's fascinating. Right. On so many the mentality. Oh, so many levels. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, I, I mean, there is a guilty pleasure to be had. And, and again, it's it all walks of life, right? Some people are going to enjoy it. Some people will not. Some people will enjoy certain aspects of it and others will not. And we just thought it would be a good idea to just kind of dive into reality TV and just for our own sake, just try to understand. But again, as, as listeners of the show, you may have a different opinion about reality TV. You may love it. You may live by it. You may like as I fucking eat it up, and then you know other people are like, "Nope, hey, won't watch it. Don't touch it. Fight the verticals. That's it. Fight the verticals. <laughs> what is it? What is it from Barry? The, the taste cluster. Yeah, the, the taste, taste clusters. clusters. Fight taste clusters. Right. Taste clusters. <laughs> That's it. Do not support this fucking horseshit. Right. 
Because that's what it is, horseshit. But I'm going to do it. it's wipeout. And that listen, shit is fucking hilarious. I, I understand the hilarity and I understand physical comedy. And I understand the need to like let go of your day, decompress, and not have to turn your brain on. I get that. I understand all of that. Yeah. But it's not reality. No. You live in reality. No. You live in reality. If you want escapism, go for escapism. I'm cool with that. Right. But don't fucking call it one thing and present it as something else. Drop right. TV. And then shove yeah. that shit down my throat. Right. Go eat a bag of dicks. Well, there you go. Uh, that was six things. I think, I think we said it. I think that sums it up. Yeah. I mean, I think the important thing is you guys need to get out of here. We need to wrap this up. So Grinch can go find out if Lewis is going to step forward for another contestant, right? And what happens with Han- Hannah and no. Jonathan? Jonathan. Lewis is happy, 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 happy. happy. He's happy, happy, happy. All, with right. all three yeah. of the ladies. I'm waiting for him to get syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. As always, like we say, we're not trying to solve anybody's problems. We're just asking the questions so that you'll think critically about it for yourself. We appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to us. Uh, you know, check us out anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can check out Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it doesn't matter. But you know, if you're into reality TV, we don't hate, we just don't care. It's totally up to you. You decide what you want to do, gentlemen. As no, always, I okay, I, I, he's got yeah. just, no, I hate, <laughs> he's, hate yeah, hate you, and That's we love him for that. You support this That's fucking bowl, this train wreck. As always, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys coming on and, and you know, covering these topics and debating. Uh, you know, I, there are certain aspects of reality TV that I love and certain, some that I just can't tolerate. We appreciate That's it. Well, you know what? This is, uh, we. I love doing this in person. I'm sorry that we can't do this. I want a horse hug. Uh, We're happy you're home safe. Yes, We're absolutely. Happy. Yeah. We, but... Thank you for being yeah. here. Y'all are just happy that you can actually run up the score on FIFA. That's all. Yeah. I know. I get it. All right. But we still miss you. That's it. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe I also elevated two levels to, to professional professional well for all of our listeners out there to you know take some time go out and listen to our episodes we got a shit ton of them out there uh we would love for you to do that uh, as always gentlemen i love doing this with you week in and week out and we will do this again next here. week cheers information or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcasts are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the hosts or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.